For six generations, the Jones family has been providing high-quality meats. And now, we're providing treats for the best member of your family, man's best friend, aka the goodest boys and girls. Jones Natural Shoes makes bones and treats that are sure to be savored by your dog and are made from the best natural ingredients available. Our flavorful chews are made from natural animal parts and will have your puppy drooling with happiness. From treats like sticks and chews to savory bones and patties, we've got you covered for finding the perfect reward for that special pup in your life. Jones Natural Chews come in all sizes, so make sure to choose the right treat for your pup. And remember, it's important to be supervising your pup when they're enjoying their treats to keep your puppy safe. Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. Or visit jonesnaturalchews.com to get started with our store locator tool. That's Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You have no idea the amount of ignorant mess we're about to get into right now. Sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. Come on, let's wrap the on it, you know? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Black on Black Cinema. I'm your host, Jay. I'm here with my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? All right, guys. We're back. This is preview for episode 104. Oh, boy. Uh, The Man in 3B. If you have not seen this fucking movie, do yourself a goddamn favor. This movie is on Netflix. It is the 2015 American mystery crime thriller. That's... Hilarious. Um, it is based on the New York Times best-selling uh, author's work. Um, Carl Weber is the, the author. Um, it is starring a lot of people. Uh, Lamont Rucker, Kristen Keyes, Anthony Montgomery, Richard, or excuse me, Robert Richard. It's literally... Yes, that, that was, yeah, that was is that the, the ugly that's... dude? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is. Ah, okay. His last name is Cousin Skeeter. His co- even, I think, he even has an ugly name. It's R I apostrophe Chard. Okay, uh, D B Woodside, um, mm. Kalita Smith, James Black, Jack A. Harry, Marla Gibbs, and Billy T. Williams is in this movie, guys. Um, again, this is on Netflix. Many of you have asked us to watch this movie and review it, and we have listened to you and. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. We've already recorded it. I cannot wait to put this episode out. Um, <laughs> it is interesting. It is a super interesting movie is what I'll say. Um, but here is the trailer for The Man in 3B, and then we'll come right back. Who is that? Lord have mercy, Bertha. Do you see him? Oh, <laughs> you. I'm Daryl. Daryl Graham. Hey, Connie. Connie Graham. What, we cousins? No, no, no. Did I say Graham? I didn't mean to say Graham. My name is Mac. My name is Connie. Connie Mac. Did you just get this like two months ago? You want to hit a home run with me? Just get listen. rid of your wife. No matter what, 
I got your back. Damn, that brings back memories. I just forgot how good we were together. Damn, we are good together, huh? Two carrots. Look at this. This is beautiful. You're beautiful. Kill that son of a bitch! Open up this door! If Connie Mack is still my wife, and I'll come around here pissing her off whenever I want. Don't make me tell you again. Or what? You come by here again, and you don't talk to my nine. Chris, what the hell is going on? That's a big word. You better hope you kill me. This ain't over. I will. We got a body in apartment 3B. This is not only a case of arson. But it's also a murder investigation. <laughs> What's all this about the money? He gave you money, you gave him money, what? Word on the street is that you weren't really too fond of Daryl Graham. Not too fond of a lot of people. Were you aware of anyone who may have a beef or a grudge against Mr. Graham? I said I wish he was dead, but I didn't kill him. I live by this philosophy. It's simple. All you have to do is leave everything negative in your life behind. You don't want to do that, brother! The same energy you put into dying is the same energy you put into living. Just tell me how to get to my money. Sounds like you got quite a rep there. It's a rep I'm trying to leave behind me, just trying to live my life the best way I can. If you're looking for a man in 3D, you better watch out, he's a hustler and he's carrying. He's got a S up on his chest, or a David round his neck, and that boy's not playing. Okay, that was the trailer for The Man in 3D, so look for that in its full glory next week. Um, we do have uh, a couple of five star reviews uh, that I'd like to read before we get into our topic this week. So the first one is from BK Mac. The title is uh, Great and Enlightening Podcast. Quote, I really love this podcast. All three of you are lunatics and you keep me crying laughing while constantly thinking. You should review Men's to Society, How to Be a Player, and Tales from the Hood. All three good choices, I think. Um, the next one is from uh, Hulk Hogan's Undies. Uh, the title is <laughs> Awesomeness. Uh, quote, hey guys, happy birthday, Terrence. Gross. Um, ah. He said happy birthday to me and not you. Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck up. this review. How about that? <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I just checked out the Pursuit of Happiness episode. This is the first time I've listened to Black and Black Cinema. I found it highly entertaining. I saw this movie about a year ago. Willard did an excellent job. Um, <laughs> Willard. Uh, the one thing I didn't understand about this movie is how Willard ran so fast with a 40-pound time machine. I like depressing movies. I'll check out Half Nelson and Mississippi Damned. Um, great podcast. Keep on podcasting. Uh, Alexander Gaston. Oh, that's who you are. Okay. Fucking uh, I know this. <laughs> that makes sense now. The name makes total sense. Uh, and last but certainly not least is from Bomber424. Title is Five Stars Review. Uh, quote, uh, love the show. Your last preview episode about Sam Jackson got me thinking about your thoughts on quasi-black movies, meaning movies that have a strong historic black themes, even though the main characters aren't black. What are your thoughts on what truly makes a, a movie black? For example, do you consider A Time to Kill a black movie when Samuel Jackson is a supporting actor to Matthew McConaughey? Uh, I personally don't, but I'm wondering what is your criteria? 
Um, without rehashing, we had this conversation at the beginning of our episode on the movie Tangerine uh, a yes. while back. Because we were lied to by uh, reports that that movie was actually a black movie, when it turns out it absolutely was not. Um, and I think we spent like the first like fifteen to twenty minutes talking about what we think actually makes a black movie, and it was actually I thought it was a pretty good conversation. So, Tangerine was episode seventy four, so you can go back and check that out. Um, that movie was not great. Um, <laughs> sucked is a, is another term, but I um, hate it. I. I, I think I was more pissed because it was purported as a black movie and it really wasn't. Um, I didn't get it. <laughs> it was which, very bizarre. but Yeah, it yeah. was all over the place. The movie was all over the place. But uh, episode 74, we talk about it like right off the top. So if you listen to that episode, you'll sort of get our, our understanding for what the criteria of a black film is. Uh, that being said, uh, I also don't think um, A Time to Kill is a black film. But... Again, episode 74, you can check that one out. Um, okay, so let's get right into our random topic of the week, which is an interesting one. Uh, Terrence, you found this. It was a sort of an open letter that um, Tavis Smiley uh, wrote to Barack Obama as if they're friends, which I think is hilarious. Um, and it, it's called A Letter to Obama in Gratitude and Love. Um Terrence, do you want to give like sort of the overview of this and then we'll kind of get into it? Well, actually, I found it. It was on um, uh, Rod from the Black Eye Who Tips had posted it and I posted it in our um, uh, political fan group. What is that? What is it? Uh, look forward, look forward show dot com slash fans. Yeah. And I didn't read it because like I know the history between Tavis Smiley and Obama and Tavis Smiley and um, what's that other nigga's name? Cornell West. Um, or no, West. They, <laughs> they stay. They constantly uh, like denigrated Obama for like all eight years because they they felt he he wasn't doing enough for for the black community. That was their whole shtick. Like, uh, he's not doing enough, and he didn't invite us to such and such. Fuck that nigga. Blah blah blah. But then he writes this letter, and this actually came out January tenth. I didn't even notice that. Um, basically saying, hey, love your brother. I was hard on you because you were like the first, the first black president, yada, yada, yada. But I still love you. But I didn't, but I treated you like shit. <laughs> so it's it's very weird. And I found it funny because Micah brought something up that we'll talk about later that uh, he he thinks he helped. Like Nelson from fucking Simpsons. Micah, <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, yeah. Micah, your thoughts on this article or this this open letter from um, one brother to another? Look, let me uh, let me first start off by saying um, I respect uh, Tavis Miley's uh, workmanship, his accomplishments. I guess what accomplishments. Um, well, if you go to his website, he has a timeline of everything that he's done in his life. So he will tell you <coughs> about his uh, about the many books that he's done. And, and look, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and uh, well, I am going to sit here and shit on Tavis Smiley. But I will be fair and say that Tavis Smiley has accomplished a lot for himself. Um, 
that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> this, this, this open letter uh. is one of the most disingenuous things I've seen uh, come out of uh, uh, the mind of a black man. And, uh, and I look at myself in the mirror every day. <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. That's, that's pretty, that's something, man. Um, I didn't believe a word of it. Um, I think now that, uh, I think now that it's over, like he still wants to be friend. Like it's, <sighs> you remember that, uh, you remember that episode of Seinfeld J where, where the, where they were shooting the pilot and the fake Elaine wanted to be like the real Elaine. So she got into a relationship. Yeah. She wanted to experience everything. <laughs> right. But then she, she, she know she knew that Elaine and Jerry broke up. So she wanted to break up with him for no fucking reason other than to be friends afterwards. Like she right. immediately was like, I want to break up. Fine. We're broken up. Okay. <laughs> Can we be friends now? Like, sure. Like, that's what this is. Like, like I, I, I wanted to, I've been talking shit on you for eight years and now it's like, all right, you know, I still, I still want to be your friend though. You know, I still want to, all right, you didn't invite me to the white house. Right. But like, can I, can I go over to your house? Like and have dinner maybe like, can I still be friends with you? Even though I wasn't the nicest person to you. And yeah, I, I don't know. Shit like that. Just seem it makes him seem very fake. Well, Okay, so one, yeah, because he is like he is one of the most disingenuous people, like that purports himself as you know, quote unquote, a black leader or a a, a voice of black people. I've never been a fan. Uh, when he started duping black people into like bullshit real estate scams and all, this, I was like, no, this guy, this guy is not worth the fucking paper he's printed on. Um, that that being said, like this notion of I'm, you know, I'm pushing back and that was like a healthy thing. Look, there's nothing wrong with pushing back. I got no problem with that. But it didn't really come from a place of I'm trying to make things better or I'm trying to push for, you know, black issues and stuff like that. Like you weren't because, you know, Tavis Smiley touches on this whole idea of black people are in a worse position in every, like in every situation, like they've lost ground, but he's not comparing, he's not comparing apples to apples. Like what he's doing is saying like, well, black people are doing really bad in this country. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not like black people were doing excellent before Obama and then worse when he got, got into power. Like, Obama had to fix the entire economy. So, yeah, it was getting people back to fucking square one for eight years. It wasn't, he didn't come in like Trump is coming in with an economy that's moving in the right direction that he can just be like, all right, now that we're moving in the right direction, let me try to fix some major things. He was trying to fix major things and keep the country from not catching on fire or putting out fires, really. So, like... It's a very disingenuous thing to hold him to the same. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not saying you have to hold Obama to a different standard because he's Obama. I'm saying hold him to a different standard because the circumstances were different. When Bush came in, he came in to a roaring economy and ruined it. If Obama did the same thing, then you can slam him all, all you want. But when we were losing 700,000 jobs on average every month when he came in, and now we're growing by two to 300,000 jobs every month when he left, you can hardly say like he wasn't a good thing for black people. He was a good thing for everybody because the country was on fucking fire. So like the, this idea, and I, and I also think that Tavis is one of those type of people that drives me crazy, is he acts like Obama was supposed to be president for black people only. Which huh. Funny you should mention that. So yeah. let me, this, this Time article um, has a link to, because he admits in his letter that he's had some quote-unquote issues with, the, with Obama. Um, and then that, that links to a Fox News Insider article, and I'll just read uh, a passage from it. Quote, this is uh, Tavis Smiley. If you give Americans jobs, particularly jobs with a living wage, then you can get away with a great deal more, end quote. Megyn Kelly asked whether the country is better off in terms of race relations than it was in 2008. Smiley said that he's, quote, not sure, end quote, if the country is better off, and that he feels that Obama, quote, missed a moment, end quote, on that front. Smiley said that black Americans who are Obama's most loyal supporters, quote, did not gain any ground, end quote, in the seven years since Obama took office. He said that Obama may not have been bold enough when he entered office, but also faced obstruction from Republicans. Historians, quote, historians are going to have a field day trying to juxtapose how in the era of the first black president, the bottom fell out for black America. Black people were still politically marginalized, socially manipulated, and economically exploited, end quote. Was Obama supposed to fix that? So okay, Terrence, please go ahead before my brain <laughs> fucking like, explodes. I have a question because this—that's an interesting statement to make. Were we politically marginalized, or or is it the fact that technology uh, and things like that show exactly how we're be, how we've been tr- treated in this country for the last two hundred plus years? What, like, what do you mean by that? Like when I, when I say okay. Obama became president in 20, what, 20, 2008? Yeah, 2008. First, first term. Like, technology makes the world smaller, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at how we have always been treated in this country, things got get kind of swept under the rug. Now that you have social media, people are, like, pointing things out, such as a voter registration, uh, like, voter turnout was not as high as it was. Right. Um, 10 years ago, or people are suppressing people's votes, like news like that spreads a lot quicker. Um, so when you look at, as I said, how we've been treated over the last, uh, basically forever in this country, it's not that we were treated worse. It's just it's that it's in the spotlight now. 
Right. And we got a black president, and now white people and like racists were like, "Hey, fuck these black people." Yeah, fuck even this black president. I, I mean, look, we, we don't want to give them any quarter. And they're like, "What was he supposed to do?" Right. I mean, like you wasn't going, you weren't, you wouldn't have done any better. Like, yeah, you would have, you would have spouted your shit. You would have got a lot worse because you don't have the fucking tact to deal with that shit. Because he'd have been like us. I'm like, fuck you. I, I wouldn't have been able to deal with that shit. No. And, and look, one of the things, it is such an unrealistic look at what the presidency actually is. Like, oh, well, you know, he missed his moment. What moment? What was he going to say? Hey, yeah. here's, a, here's an idea. Why don't we, before you even get to 2008's election, why don't you rewind the clock a little bit, right? Because this is a thing that white Americans often forget and a lot of black Americans often forget, especially black Americans like Tavis Smiley. Why don't you rewind the clock just a little bit and go back to during the election where Obama wrote by himself and gave that speech on race, which is one of the most powerful fucking speeches (coughs) in American history, period, especially a person running for president. He gave that fucking speech. He talked about how black people are marginalized and treated poorly. And it was the most upfront real shit you will ever hear from a fucking politician, especially a guy running for president. He wrote that and he mentioned some shit about how his grandmother, a white woman, had her racist views, but was still a good person and needed to be, you know, kind of like brought along and in, you know, you know, educated and things like that. Fox News the very fucking next day ignored everything in the speech about how people need to come together and how we're all the same and all that other shit. And was like, he called his white grandmother racist. So tell me, Tavis Smiley, what the fuck was the moment that he missed? Or was it the moment that everyone else missed because America doesn't like to talk about race? Stop putting it on the guy going, hey, we should probably talk about this shit. And like, oh, well, they, they didn't fucking like what he said. Well, then it's his fault. He fucked up. No, he didn't fuck up. We fucked up. We aren't ready as a country to still talk about this shit. We're not. The fact that there aren't a billion and a half fucking think pieces about Get Out is amazing to me by white people. It's amazing to me. I feel like they were just like, this looks scary. I don't want to see it. Like, like, I feel like because we don't know how to deal with it. We do not. We don't. So don't give me some bullshit about how he missed his moment. What the fuck was he supposed to do? As like, I feel like a lot of a lot of these guys, Tavis Smiley and fucking Cornell West and all these other guys, they really still live in this past situation that black leaders, all black leaders are supposed to be Martin or Malcolm. They're not. He's the president. He's not a fucking civil rights leader. He never purported himself to be one. And I don't know why people tried to act like he was. Oh, he missed this moment. He didn't have his, I give it, you know, I have a dream speech. Well, that's not his fucking job. It's not his job, dude. So like this, this very idea of like, he's not sure if black people are better off, um, you know, with Obama as president, you know, than they were beforehand. Here's an idea. Black kids actually get to see a black man as president who was articulate, intelligent, who did a damn good job of bringing the country back from the fucking brink. And they can look and go, I could be president. That in and of itself, that in and of itself, everything outside of that, and I think there's plenty of other things to look look at Obama and think he did a damn good job. That in and of itself is an amazing thing that he did for black people. That he didn't get in there and absolutely blow it. Seriously. Because what, what, what's the fucking standard for Trump? 
What's the standard for Trump right now? Oh, I don't even know what the fuck. Waking up. Is. Yeah, don't shit your pants on TV. You nailed it. Oh, they, they, like the same fucking people. Van Jones. Oh, he was so presidential in that one speech because he read from a fucking teleprompter. Meanwhile, Barack Obama's got to do a fucking handstand, kill Osama bin Laden, and make sure white people feel okay at the same fucking time to be considered all right. How about we hold? How about we hold our people to the same fucking standard and not an impossible fucking standard? Hold them to the same standard. If you hold Barack Obama up against all American presidents, uh, he's in the top five, motherfucker. Top ten at the worst. At the fucking worst. We have, look, my favorite fucking president locked Japanese people up just because they were Japanese. Okay, like, the standard that we use for Obama is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, well, you know, even though the country was fucking on fire, I mean, he didn't make it so that we had a roaring economy in fucking eight years with a party who tried to destroy every fucking bit of legislation he had. A party who said, we won't give him... We won't give him a couple billion dollars to fix infrastructure, but a psychopath comes in and says, I want a trillion dollars for infrastructure. They're like, yeah, well, let's think about it. What the fuck? That's insane, dude. That's an insane fucking standard. God damn it. Like, fuck you, Tavis Smiley, because it's intellectually very small to just go, well, I don't know. Uh, and he should have been bold. Ooh, wow, bold. How about giving any level of detail? You're a fucking adult. I know you wrote a book. Try harder. Like that's that's my question. Exactly what would boldness look like in his in his eyes? Fuck you, white people. Barack out. That's not a fucking strategy, dude. I mean, yes, I would love to have seen it. But it's not a strategy. He should have said that shit his last day. But I mean, look, I'd have been here for that. We might have had to do a live broadcast for that shit. <laughs> oh shit, Sonny said it. But like that drives me crazy. It's intellectually very small to say things like that. It is. And he goes on Fox News fucking stepping and fetching with Megyn Kelly. Oh, I don't know there, boss. I'm not really sure if he did a good job. Fuck you, dude. And I'm not saying you have to think he did a good job. But you better come with something more than he should have been bold or he missed his moment. Grow up. Being president is really fucking hard. And sometimes you have to take some. Sometimes you take the good with the bad. Yeah, are black people fucking dancing in the streets, flying around on fucking in supercars? No, they're not. But you know what? Unemployment is fucking down. I love it when people are like, oh, well, unemployment's down to 4.8%. Oh, well, like black people just aren't in that list of people. Well, it's still really high for black people. Yeah, it is. He didn't say he was going to fix it. He's working on it. God damn, that shit fucking makes me so mad. I, I, I hate, I hate. People giving facts or partial facts in a vacuum without context. Like, and that's what he's doing to make himself seem smart. He's not. I'm not saying he's not smart, but in this particular moment, no. What you're saying is not smart at all. It's not. It's fucking dumb. Fuck you. <laughs> well. So, and then he goes on in this fucking letter, which... Oh boy. Like he's he opens he <laughs> literally writes down. Like it's one thing to just say shit off the cuff. It's another thing to write it down and like proofread it, like, yes, yeah, some smart ass shit I said. Like he literally said, Great presidents aren't born, great presidents are made. They have to be pushed to their greatness. There is no Abraham Lincoln without Frederick Douglass. There is no Franklin Ro- Roosevelt without um a. Philip uh, Randolph. There is no Lyndon Johnson without Martin Luther King Jr. A president who wants to be remembered 
as a great statesman and not just as a garden variety politician must be willing to course correct. In short, progressives have been disappointed, but there were too many fights you wouldn't take on win or lose. To be sure, the headwinds you faced were real, not imaginary, but too many times you overestimated the will of your opponents and underestimated the resolve of your supporters. Again, does Tavis Smiley what? think that he's he's the Frederick Douglass or the Martin Luther King or the A. Philip Randolph of the Obama era? Spoiler alert, <laughs> you aren't at all any of I mean, those. That's people. how I read it, man. That's exact. That's how he wrote it. I like that's how it was written, man. No, I think he thinks like, he's the Frederick Douglass of the Obama era. Like he pushed Obama to do the more liberal thing that he did. <laughs> like, suck my dick. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Barack! Like, it's all, me. You weren't invited to the goddamn White House. He probably we weren't even on his radar after <laughs> after all that fucking bullshit you spouted with your homeboy Cornell West. He was probably like, "Well, fuck them niggas!" I, like, come on, uh, uh, <laughs> fuck them! <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, who's that? I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know Travis. Uh, who the hell is Travis? <laughs> I just imagine, I just imagine them coming into the the fucking Oval Office. Uh, Tavis Smiley has been saying shit on the the web. Uh, new phone, who this? <laughs> Get out of my face, dude! Like, yeah, like the idea that that Obama needed someone to push him to be more liberal is hilarious to me. Like, have you watched interviews with him? Like before he was president, he was pretty fucking liberal. Like he just was, he already was. Um, I don't know. I mean, is there a is there a Frederick Douglass or an MLK um, of the Obama era? Was there one? I don't feel well, like there was. Seeing how Frederick Douglass is still alive, I don't uh, look. Fred Fred, Fred Douglass is doing uh, great things in the community. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot about Fred Douglass. He's doing a lot of great things in the black community. Um, Gonna hear yeah, about him more Fred, and more. Like Frederick Douglass would be the Frederick Douglass, right? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, he's still alive. He's still around, guys. He's still around. Yeah. According to our press. On, on, on MLK Boulevard the other day. <laughs> that was yeah. just a hobo with a Frederick Douglass haircut. <laughs> I look like him. Oh, right. Look just like him. Just saw Ed Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Reed looks like a bum. That's true. He doesn't look like a bum anymore. He, he got he shaved up. Did he, did he clean up? All right. Good for yeah. you, Ed Reed. <laughs> but for so long, he looked like a bum. Sure <laughs> he really did. No I, no, I don't think we have one. I, yeah, I don't. I, I can't think of one. In the in the Obama era, I can't really think of one. Um, Like someone that was super liberal, a black dude. But like I, that, I that like was vocal and pushed him. I don't think so. Well, I think um, I think we just live in a in a different age, right? We live in an age where it's you know it's not as bad as it was uh, forty years ago, but um, the people of that generation who are still alive, like they still they still remember that shit, and like they they want that, but they don't want to do it 
Because they know it's a lot of work. <laughs> what What do you mean by that exactly? Like, like no one, no one. It, it's just like in that Burning Sands uh, movie that we we just did. The the section where uh, Alfred Woodard is talking to the Zurich character, and the Zurich, Zurich character is like, "I'm not a leader," and Alfred Woodard says, "No one, you know, chooses to be a leader. People gravitate to them." Right. Yeah. And these dudes, they want people to gravitate to them. Cornell West, uh, Van Jones, um, Tavis <clears throat> Miley, whether or not they want to admit it, they want people to gravitate to them, but they don't want to be leaders because that shit is fucking work. Like you have to, you have, it's easy to, to sit here and play Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. That's what we be do. A politics. That's what we, we do. We do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, easy to be a bomb thrower than to be a politician. Absolutely. Yeah, man, it is. And and Trump is seeing that right now. Mm-hmm. You learn the hard way. <clears throat> like, wow, I didn't know healthcare was going to be hard. Nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, I almost threw my fucking phone <laughs> at my television when I saw that clip. Nobody knew healthcare was going to be that difficult. Like, I don't agree with you. <laughs> did you guys know that? Did you guys know that Fred or did you guys know that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican? A lot of people didn't know that. Like, no, dude, yo, you yo, didn't know that. <laughs> did he go to school as a child? He was rich. He, he probably played. To. He probably play, paid saying, a nerd like, to do he his was homework. Rich. I can't imagine he passed his classes. No, he paid a nerd to do his homework, dude. Like, that's what you do. That's what I would do. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, nerd, do it. Here's twenty bucks. <laughs> he's, Fuck he's he's fucking life threatening. Yeah, but like I so I mean this this, this very idea that. <laughs> You know, do you guys feel like black people have lost ground under Obama? Do you feel that way? I mean, arguably, no. we're more affluent than, you know, the black people he's he's making the argument about, which is like the people who are are have the least among us. But do you do you feel like we've been diminished under uh, under Obama? No, we haven't. I, like I, I said, don't. Like I said, it's just more. Vi- the the way we we are treated is more at the forefront now. Like people are actually seeing it. Even people that didn't give a shit about us, but still don't give a fuck about us. You can see that shit daily. Like all the fucking police shootings. Right. Yeah, that shit was always happening. Because now everyone has a fucking cell phone camera and they can re- record that shit and it's on television instantly. Yeah, that's all it is. Like information, man. Yeah, I like I agree with you, right? I just I find it curious because it's an argument not just Tavis Smiley makes, but it's an argument I hear a lot from uh, certain black folks who are like not fans of the president or whatever. Which is, you know, it's fine. Like, I mean, I you know, I don't like get it. like like who you like or you know, but like I, I guess my my question is <clears throat> like the numbers don't actually back up what Tavis Smiley is saying. Like the numbers for black people are horrible. Like, they are really bad. But the fact that we have lost more under Obama is simply not true. Um, Which I find to be curious. Because, like, he's a guy who has a quote-unquote reputation, right? Like, he's supposed to be a person that people lean on for actual information and things like that. But here, even he's wrong. Like, he's completely wrong in saying, like, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's worse under Obama. Like... But it's not like it it really isn't like like the median um, 
the 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 median net worth of households uh, between two thousand like comparative of two thousand five and two thousand nine. The median household for white people in two thousand five was one hundred thirty four thousand, right? Which is you know a decent amount. But in two thousand nine, they were actually less. They were one hundred thirteen thousand. But like black people, black people had. I mean, I guess arguably, you know, they all lost. Like, black people had $12,000 in 2005 and 5000 in 2009. <clears throat> but it's not, like, the argument that black people have lost is, again, this is, it is a truth without context. Everyone has lost. So if the situation, if we start at A and the situation is fucked and then you get to situation Z and it's fucked worse... But it's fucked for everyone. Then no one officially, like, no one specifically got screwed. Everyone got screwed. So, like, the economy is fucked up not because, like, a black president fucked up. The economy is fucked up because rich people blew it up in 20, uh, 2008. So, yeah, we all suffered from that. And now we're on our way back up. But everybody suffered. So the idea that black people suffered exponentially more is just simply not true. So, like, again... If you're going to say things, get your shit together and do some research. Like, I just Googled it, dude. I just, this is all I did. And I didn't write for fucking Time Magazine. I just Googled it to talk about it on a podcast. It didn't take that long. So, I, I like, Tavis Smiley is one of those type of guys. Again, I think it makes, there is an industry for <clears throat> black people who want to shit on black people or the black president. And, oh, he wasn't worth shit. And they're like, oh, here you go, to have a smile. Here's another check, right? So um, I think that is a, a cottage industry, and I think he's kind of going along with that because it, it makes him seem interesting to go against the curve, right? You know, because as we know, certain black people like to do that to seem smarter. So with this particular <laughs> Fuck this letter and, like, the inaccuracy of it, why doesn't someone at time, like, fact check this? Like, yes, this is his opinion, but as as we've as I stated many a time, opinions can be wrong. Yeah, they just can be, and he's fucking wrong. So why? Like, I'm like, I'm not gonna post this. This shit is wrong, dog. But they let him do it anyway. I I don't understand that. I I mean, but I think like, it goes this back. It's not an opinion piece. Like, <laughs> right. But I think it goes. I think it goes back to that whole idea of there is a cottage industry of Latino people shitting on Latino issues, black people shitting on black issues. Those type of people, as you know, shout out to um, to uh, Mary who listens to the show. Like she calls them uh, contrarian coloreds, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like that shit is true. Like it's a hundred percent true. There are people who just like that is their job. I wish I had like no scruples because like there's a lot of money to be made in that, right? Is black people who will just shit on other black people for exposure, for money, for access. They will just do that because it is beneficial to them at the end of the day financially. Fuck facts, you know? And it really is sad, right? And But it is a real thing. What will be interesting is guys like Tavis Smiley, will you hear from them in, 2000, in, in the current time? I haven't heard Tavis Smiley say a goddamn thing since mm-hmm. fucking Trump has become president. That's right. And I you won't. I haven't heard anything from Cornell West either. And you not won't. Unless I just, they're just not on my radar, but I feel like someone would have posted something by now about them. And I haven't seen shit. And, and and that to me is is says a lot that you are more critical of a guy who you agree with 
99% of the time that may not be getting it 100% right, but is trying versus a guy who you know will do nothing but destroy the fucking black community. You haven't heard anything from those guys, and Trump put his dumbass son-in-law in charge of criminal justice reform. His only, his only work that he's done, the only work Jared Kushner has done is sell hotels that, or, or uh, uh, sell real estate, rather, in New York. And he bought a, a billion-dollar building in New York and didn't make it work. But this guy is in charge of criminal justice reform. Where's Tavis Smiley and Cornell West talking about that? Where, where are they when you're talking about um, Ben Carson, who can't you know, fight his way out of a fucking paper bag, um, and he's in charge of HUD, which affects I, poor I people. I completely forgot that shit. Good lord! Right, they're just keeping him under. Just keeping him under the radar. Yeah, but like, where where is that? Where where are those guys when you're talking about the Republican Party removing an ability for people to have retirement accounts? Right, like literally affecting poor people the most. And by the way, poor black people are also included in that. Where are they? They're not there. And that shit is what's incredibly frustrating. Is those guys should be at the forefront of those topics, but instead they're like, well, Obama should be bold. Okay, cool. That's great. I'll take your word for it. Can we talk about this shit? Because this <laughs> being bold is not the same as I'm starving. Being bold is not the same as putting poor black people out on the street in New York City. That's not the same as being bold. So my question is, I'm not saying that you can't criticize the, you know, Barack Obama. I have no problem criticizing him. I criticize him. I have no problem with that. But let's get real and talk about the shit that really fucking matters. When black people are getting literally their support systems ripped and destroyed out from under them, I don't hear from you. All I hear is, well, he could have been more bold against the Republicans and make sure they got a little bit better in health care. Okay, cool, great, I agree with you. Can you talk about this? The house is on fire. But those things are too fucking easy or too difficult from their perspective. So you beat up on the guy who's on your fucking team. I never understood that. Be, why don't you be bold and go after the guys who are really fucking over black people? Why don't you be bold then? The fact that I don't see them talking about Jared fucking Kushner being in charge of criminal justice reform, a serious fucking issue, or that Jeff Sessions just said, oh, we need to review all of the things that Obama did with all these local police departments are all over the country. We need to really fucking work on that and like kind of roll back all the shit that Obama and his Justice Department did. Where the fuck is Tavis Smiley on that? Where's the Smiley and West show on that shit? Right, they're not fucking there. Fuck you, dude, because that's where you should be. But you're not on there because those things might be too hard. And we might actually have to like really do something about it. Talk about those things. You have a fucking platform. Talk about it. You're asleep at the exactly fucking wheel. Don't talk about them because it's not instantly visible. Those are those are things that are in the undercurrent. Like yeah, he's got the right. What, who what is he under? What is Jared Kushner? What is he heading? Oh, he's just fucking rogue, dude. He's in charge of like a ton of shit. You know what the fuck he's doing? Wow. He reports directly to the president. <laughs> but but yeah, those things aren't like. They're not right in your face. They're not sexy enough. So, so right, yeah. So you don't really give a fuck about that shit. You talk about the police shootings, which that shit actually affects. But the shooting itself is the thing that you go out. The shooting is when you go out and protest at the very last minute. 
those two went to uh, to Ferguson to protest. Oh, we got arrested! Ah, with that nigga, what's that dude with the golden throne? Um, oh, uh, what's your preacher. boy? Almost got his face punched in down <laughs> <laughs> in Baltimore. Hell oh. yeah! Yeah, that was his fucking name. I don't even remember his goddamn name. Jamal. Jamal, Jamal Bryant. Yeah. These hoes ain't loyal. Ferguson. Oh, these people getting shot up. Let's go down there to get get a fucking uh, a photo. Photo op. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trying to get this two hundred eighty dollars. Get this new we PlayStation. We don't want to look at the the policies that affect us. We want to look at the things that you can literally see firsthand what affects you. The policies are that shit. That's, that that doesn't matter. Like, but that's why we're in the positions that we're in. Right, and, and but eh, whatever. But like, but you know, to your point, which I think is a is a valid one. Not dealing with the policies, like one thing I've learned in being really into politics and paying attention to these things, like while Obama was in in the presidency and after, right? Because there's a lot of things you don't hear about until afterwards. What he was, was a fucking policy wonk. And he was going after the fucking core policies. And the problem is, and look, this is, this is a thing you can criticize him about. He didn't brag about it. He didn't fucking brag about it because if he bragged about it, Republicans would be like, we need to reverse this. Like, why? I don't know. We're against it, right? Like, but he never bragged about those things so people don't know. But if you're going to criticize the president, be in the fucking know, man. Go, okay, wow, he did this policy. Like, do people remember that he he lowered the fucking disparity between crack and cocaine? People don't remember that. And they don't try to fucking learn about it. Especially people like Tavis Smiley, who's in the fucking news media, that you can get people to talk about it. He doesn't because it's not sexy. It's sexier to go, well, more black people are being shot than before. No, nigga, they weren't. More people are just <laughs> recording this shit. They're not. It's just that fucking black people now have fucking cell phones. Boost Mobile now has phones with cameras. And. <laughs> <laughs> are they still a company i don't even know I, I don't even know i think i think like uh fucking dj khaled is like the boost mobile commercial shit. <laughs> i think i don't even god know. damn it mobile. <laughs> but like they have camera phones Where you at? <laughs> maybe we'll try to get boost mobile to sponsor the podcast no one will buy them uh, because they should boost mobile. I'm not looking at that. Right <laughs> Google now. that. Oh, they still exist. Oh, good for them. Um, but like everybody has a camera phone now, and so yeah, more things are shown. But that doesn't mean suddenly under Barack Obama, he what is he out shooting more black people? What the fuck are you talking about? Like that shit doesn't make any sense. Also, if anything, Barack Obama sparked off more crazy white people to to like hate black people even more in public. That's not his fault for existing. Yeah. Again, like you're not looking at the shit in a serious manner. You're looking at it fucking surface. And if Tavis, if you're listening, I would love to have you on the show to yell at you for an hour. <laughs> if you know Tavis Smiley, send him this episode. <laughs> uh, it won't even be an hour. It'll be like 30 minutes. So like I just – no, this letter is bullshit and he's bullshit. Fuck him. Because it's it's absolutely not a serious. It's not it's not written to any level of seriousness. It doesn't take into account anything, and it's just a way to get himself his name out there again. Because nobody cares about who the fuck Tavis Smiley is. Does he still have a <laughs> Does he still have a television show? I don't even. know. I think he does on is uh, it on PBS. Yeah, I think it's on PBS. Oh, well, that money got cut. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Right. Oh, right. oh shit, son. 
Is he your president now? You fucked up. <laughs> but uh, but as far as PBS goes, right, it's only going to be cut in like Winnemucca, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, the places where they don't give a fuck about P- about PBS. Damn. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> like, I know you, I know you watch it, but like the rest of your fucking neighbors probably don't. That's a wrap for you, dog. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to fucking. That's straight. not how you spell pubes. They do. They really do not talk like that. But that's I, I don't even, it's 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 named Winnemucca. I feel like that's how they talk. I mean, that's how Andy <laughs> I talks. I keep shade. I keep throwing shade at that place, but they're not from Winnemucca. You're from fucking like California or some shit like that, right, Randy? Andy? Yeah, he is. I called him Randy. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen to Look Forward with uh, co-hosted by myself and Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's gonna have a show on like certain markets soon. They cut the fucking endowment of the arts. Yeah. That is insanity. Well, they're they're planning on. They haven't done anything. Yeah, they're planning on it. and Meals on Wheels. Did they cut Meals on Wheels yet? I mean, the budget hasn't gone through, but yeah, they they want to cut cut it for poor people. Hey, uh, Tavis Smiley, any thoughts on that? I haven't heard him say anything about any of this shit. And like I said, I, he may not be in my ra- on my radar, but like I I, am, I usually hear something or another from Tavis Smiley from time to time, and it's been seventy days. Uh, I have I have something from Mediate. Uh, PBS's Tavis Smiley says Obamacare repeal is like a quote drive by shooting. What does that mean? Um, that's something they, else I don't like about um. Thank you, black uh, black pundits. I know like, exactly what you're gonna say. Go ahead. Like yo, like Michael Eric Dyson. Is thank the you. King of <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Like stop all that fucking stop all that fucking ramen and thank and you folk preaching and all that shit, yo. Just talk to me like I'm a grown ass man. Um, like so, you're not endearing yourself to young people, and if you are trying to endear yourself to people who you you know that you grew up with. Like y'all should y- y'all don't talk like that. Uh, I mean, are you down with the brown brother? Are you down with like no. <laughs> Get my face, yo. Well, yes, did, I will cast my ballot for the person that I want. Oh, so you're down with the brown? Like fuck that, yo. Like, well, get, get out of here. Uh, okay, talk so like a grown ass man. Okay, so Tavis Smiley in his letter. Uh, this is one of the things I, I we were talking offline before we started. Like this is one of the things that drives me crazy. He says, "quote I tried to frame my progressive critique of your administration in this way: respect, protect, correct. Stop rhyming. Stop rhyming. It makes me insane. Stop. Just it's stop. Not, Just it's talk not necessary, to us. and it makes me it, it makes me think you're not taking shit seriously. Yes. Oh, let let me quote Biggie." Nigga, we're talking about global <laughs> economics. Yo, I don't give a Biggie. fuck about Biggie Smalls right now. Stop. We, we all love Biggie. That nigga's name should not be invoked in a political discussion. It right. should. Right. Oh, well, you know, brother Tupac said, shut up. Shut up. Stop. Just stop. Just talk to us. Look, it is, it is intellectually very degrading that you can't talk to me about shit without like relating it to rap and rhyming and shit like look man can you just look i read forbes dog just talk to me like a person it's fine i read the new york times it's fine just write shit normally that's it i don't need to be like hip like i don't need to have a fucking fire trap beat over top of a fucking article just write it it's okay it's obnoxious say that but that might attract some a certain sect of people yeah, Possibly. it might. Like, yeah. I, like you, you are you, but you can't really. Say, I mean, it, yeah, it I can. Annoying. You it know is. what, Terrence, you're right. 
I'm still going to go with what I said. Stop <laughs> doing that. You're 100% I, correct. I can't, though. I, I, I don't need that either. And I think Michael Eric Dyson is fucking annoying as hell when he does that shit. Like, when he talks normal, I'm like, cool, I, I, I get you. But I, please, nigga, I don't need you. <laughs> so not everybody is your brother, yo. Thank, I thank you. Bill Maher once talking about, oh, well, Brother Maher and uh, bro- right. Cornell West does that shit too. Oh, oh well, uh, bro- Brother Maher and <laughs> Brother West and Brother Smiley and Brother, like, nah, yo, like, just just stop that shit, man. Well, I, I think they are, this actually would make a really interesting. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. No, but, it. Maybe but, but, I'm not black enough. Well, well I mean, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. look, as the YouTube comments have clearly stated yeah, none of us are you're not but <laughs> but but one of the things i think it is is i think there is this idea of like <laughs> the old guard of like black progressivism and the new guard and like they are still fighting a fight from the 1960s and 50s like they still use the same terms and everything i'm like no like like back then you could be like brother this brother that because like everybody who was with you was like with you right but now like, there's a lot of black people like that dude Paris on CNN. He ain't with you. Like he ain't brother nothing. Fuck that guy, dude. <laughs> like get out of here. Like stop referring. To every- They're not your brother, dude. Like that idea makes me think that you're very naive. It's a- like you have a-, a large amount of naivete towards the world in which you live right now. What kind of person do you have to be to be that nigga Paris? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm serious. He man. sucks, dude. He yeah. sucks. Like you, you, I'm say not you don't fan. like calling people Uncle Tom. That I really nigga. don't. I I I don't know who this Paris person is. You just look. Yes, up Paris you do. And, I guarantee. You yes, know you do. Exactly who the fuck we're talking about. What's his name? Paris. What? Paris. I don't even know. Paris CNN. Just all you got. Put that shit in YouTube, and you will see his face. Yeah. And whether you know, whether you realize it or not, <laughs> you may not see him. You don't watch CNN, but you, yeah, he. He's a pundit for fucking. He's a he's like a surrogate for yeah. Trump. He's a black dude. Look, and he makes me sick to my fucking stomach. Look, look. Here, here's who he is. You know what his job is? His job is to be on the panel so uh, finance Angela Rye can come in there and drop a fucking elbow on his head for ten minutes. It's Every amazing. Fucking time he comes on, it's like, oh, we have Angela Rye in Paris here, and I'm like, oh, don't say nothing. Why Paris. did he subject himself to that? How Money. He, dude, look. Let me know how much. How much can I make being a fucking sellout? I'm oh, sorry. I don't like the look of this. Like, wait till you hear him talk. It's insane. Uh, like he. Everything he says is a fucking lie. Everything, dude. It is. It's yeah, everything. I think this is fake news. Like, no, no, no. Shut up. Yo, this dude looks like Raj from Raj from What's Happening. <laughs> oh. If he got like abducted and then body snatched. <laughs> what? His name is like, like, his, like his, he's a he's a the Hydra life model decoy version of fucking Raj from What's Happening. His name is uh Paris Denard. Yeah. Alright, I think we have uh I think we have a, uh, gotten to the end of our rope. God, this guy really makes me angry just looking at his face. Um, oh, I don't like this nigga's voice at all. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks talking about like super predators. <laughs> oh, oh he... my gosh, he's. Oh no, I can't listen to this. I can't listen to this. I can't listen to a grown ass man with 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 a voice like that. I'm sorry. 
Wow. Uh, wow, he was a teenage oh, Republican man. too. This guy <laughs> He got beat up by a bunch of black kids in, in fucking school. He, he yep. Did he get beat up by Angela Rye? Because I would like to see that. I would pay to see that. That's also, true. Angela Rye, if you'd like to come on to the show, like in the studio, that would be cool. <laughs> hey, you know, we don't have to even talk about anything. We could just like hang out. <laughs> I look. The best picture I found is just Paris looking to the right and Angela Rye with a face like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" Because that's pretty much their relationship. He gets on, she shits on him, and I laugh. And then the end. Like of the clip. I really hope it's not one of those fucking like things where they're cool outside of the show. I don't think so, like, I, dude. I feel like I would really hope that that it wasn't because I would I would feel some kind of way about that. Nah, I yeah, I don't we're cool. Let's go out for drinks. Like, no, nigga, fuck you. Just the fact that you spit that shit for a paycheck, knowing all that shit is bullshit. This is sickening. Yeah, no, I don't think so, dude. I think she, I think she's super fucking real, and she's like, no, fuck this dude. Yeah, I hope so. It's my girl, man. She's awesome. Um, all right, that's it for us. Next week, the man in the three, the man in three B. Get yourself ready. Please. Watch it before you listen. Please watch this movie before you listen. <laughs> watch Dude. it twice. <laughs> you know what? You know the funny I thing is? I watch might it. watch it again. <laughs> I might. Spoiler alert. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> it was fucking great. Um, all right. That's it for us. We will see you guys next week for The Man in 3B, episode 104. And also remember, we're back on YouTube, guys. So look forward to that as well. And uh, sign up for premium content, blackonblackcinema.com slash premium. You get all of our free shows in the TMP Studios Network, but you also get uh, shows like Airing Grievances, which Mike and I host, which we tell super personal stories um, to the tune of Seinfeld episodes, uh, The Men with the Golden Tongues, which Micah and Brad co-host. That is all about James Bond movies. Uh, They're going through in order. also, you get Look Forward, which is our political podcast. You can get the first 30 minutes on iTunes or Google Play and all that other stuff right now. But if you want the full show, you have to sign up. And then, of course, our monthly show, No Time to Bleed, which is our action movie podcast. So, again, sign up for all of those things. Follow us on Twitter, Black on Cinema. And we will see you guys next week. See ya. Take it easy. Bye. We out. We out. We out. Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.